Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate the fact that you are here and welcome. This is Mind Surgery, and it's with none other but your fave, the Mindset Surgeon. Listen, guys, I am so excited. I get to be here. <laughs> I had prepared and planned so long to be here for over two years, and it just, it just felt like you know, one thing after the other, and I just couldn't make it happen. But I'm so glad I got past the overthinking, got past the overprocessing, got past everything. And I decided I am going to do this. So let's do it. <laughs> All right. Today, I want to talk about preparing subconsciously for what you're praying for. Preparing subconsciously for what you're praying for. And I like to, It's. it was important to me that I started off you know, this podcast really talking about something that's so near and dear to my heart and near and dear to just the subconscious mind and how we think and, you know, just how our mind impacts everything around us. Because I tell you what, a lot of people are not aware how much, how big of a role your mind plays when it comes to birthing experiences, when it comes to creating the outcomes they have in their lives today. And, and, and this is why I'm so passionate about just utilizing the power of the mind to transform transform us really from the inside out in our spirits, our souls, our bodies, our businesses, our careers, our marriages, our everything, really everything, the relationships we have with ourselves, the relationship we have with other people, just every aspect of our lives is great, greatly um, impacted by the way that we think. Hmm. That means that there is a right way to think the wrong way to think, right? I mean, you would you would think that if everything is impacted by just the way that we process information, there must be a right and wrong way to do it, right? But how come nobody ever teaches us this stuff? How come nobody ever says to us, "Here, here's how you here's how you ought to think. Hey, you want to be successful? Here's how you ought to think. You want to you lose weight? Here's how you ought to do it." You want to um, run successful businesses? Well, here's how you ought to position and arrange your thoughts and and your paradigms and your beliefs and everything. How come nobody ever teaches us how to think? If thinking uh, is such a is such an important anchor and, and um, factor with our success, and this is why I'm so excited to really be having these um, conversations around mindset. So let's talk about how to prepare subconsciously for what you're praying for. You know, I find that I'm always lucky. I am always lucky. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter what it is. If there is a raffle draw and there is a price to be worn, you know that I am winning that. If there's something, if there's, if, if there is, if there is a chance meeting, if there is some sort of favor, you know that I am going to encounter that favor. And so over the years, I, I've really said to, to myself and really everybody around me, I am always lucky. I always win stuff. I always find favor. I, you know, people love me. People want to help me. People want to do good to me. Um, nobody ever looks at me and, go, and goes, oh my God, I'm going to take advantage of her. You know, I mean, it, it does happen occasionally here and there, but generally speaking, if there is something to be won somewhere, I am winning that. And it took me a long time to realize that there was a set of mental mechanics 
that went into that pattern and habit of thinking. It took me literally, I want to say almost a lifetime <laughs> to realize that I didn't just wake up thinking, well, I'm always lucky. I, I was intentional about thinking that thought. I was intentional about birthing those beliefs. I was intentional about bringing forth that paradigm, which in turn resulted in the experiences of being fortunate, right? So what I've successfully been able to do, and I did it unconsciously, was to establish a luck-producing tendency in my mind. Mm, a luck-producing tendency. What's that? <laughs> um. I think of it as when something happens to you, you have, you have, you take notes, you have a way of keeping records, you have, you, you, you're great with docu- documenting. And so when, when something happens to most of the people, they either say, oh, it was a fluke or they don't even think about it next time. And then they forget. And for me, regarding this area of luck, I feel like I've done a really good job, really creating a compelling argument that I've always been lucky and really it just really is a chain of thoughts of one lucky situation after another lucky situation that was just combined literally maybe something happened and I thought to myself well I was really fortunate the next time I needed that fortune I remembered I I had good memory to say hey I was fortunate two years ago maybe I'm fortunate again and so it happens again And so now there's a correlation. And so my mind remembers that, wait, (laughs) I was lucky before. Perhaps I can be lucky again. And wait, I was lucky 10 years ago. Three years ago, I was lucky. Three weeks ago, I was lucky. (laughs) Last week, I was lucky. Three days ago, I was lucky. (gasps) I'm a lucky person. And so because of that belief that I am lucky, I tend to attract situations, experiences that prove that that paradigm to be correct Hmm. stay with me so if we're talking about let's just go back to let's 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 go back to preparing subconsciously for what you're praying for do you know that staying ready is almost the beginning the middle and the end of the process of manifestation so if we really want to get into mental, the mental mechanics of manifestation, if you say, for example, well, I want a new car and you're driving this old car and you're bidding yourself up and every other conversation about the old car is, oh my goodness, this car is horrible. This car is crap. This car is not doing me any good. I need to get rid of this car, this stupid car, this idiotic car doesn't drive properly. And you're raining all those curses and abuses and all those negative um, commands you release negative commands about the your 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 existing car. How do you think, or what role do you think that's playing in manifesting a new car? Well, let's go straight to the chase. It's not helping you at all. And so, one of the keys to preparing subconsciously for what you're praying for is number one, staying ready. Whatever you're ready for is ready for you. Whatever you're ready for is ready for you. Whatever you want, wants you more. Whatever you want, not only wants you, but wants you more. And so your job is to be ready for what you say that you want. How do you become ready for prosperity? How do you become ready for healing? How do you stay ready for a new house, a new car, a new relationship, 
forgiveness, weight loss, a new wardrobe. See, these are they sound very these things sound very simple, they sound mundane, they sound redundant. Matter of fact, it may sound crazy to someone listening to this, but I guarantee you, if you would get past, if you would get past um the rudimentary just the fundamentals of what we're talking about and and set and really just allow it to take you know reason and logic in your mind you'd see that there is a correlation between all the processes all the steps all the mechanics that go through our minds every single time we want something from the time we say we want something to the time we do get it you'd realize that nothing ever comes prematurely. It it only shows up when you are ready. So, preparing subconsciously for what you're praying for. I want us to, to, I want you to really just think about something that you've always wanted. Um, Let's just use a new, let's just use an example of say, um, for someone who's, who's trusting for a relationship. And so you're going home every day. You're preparing your home. You're preparing your mind. You're preparing your body. You're preparing your wardrobe. You're preparing your entire environment. Just your, your, just everything around you as though you knew for sure that you were going to meet someone in the next couple of months. You're cleaning. Not to say you wouldn't clean if you were alone, but... Think about the fact that now you're sharing the space with someone. How would you present yourself? Would you clean? Would you pay attention to your beddings? Would you pay attention to your wardrobe? Would you pay attention to your um, your physical appearance? Would you pay? It, what are the things <laughs> that you need to do if you were already in that relationship? What are some of the things that you do if you were already? In a wonderful, thriving relationship. That's what it means to to be ready. To stay ready. Right? You want a new, you want a new suit. You, you, need a, you want a new wardrobe. I would even go ahead to clear up your old wardrobe. Clear up your existing wardrobe. <laughs> Donate to charity. Clear up space. Leave some empty hangers in there. Get rid of the clothes that do not fit anymore. And even the ones that do fit, but don't give you life, don't make you come alive, don't make you excited. Get rid of them. Give it to other people who need them. Have some space. Have some room for what you're praying for. Too many people are praying for things. Like when we're living in the middle of clutters. You're saying, God, I want a new wardrobe. I want a new, I want a new, I want some new clothes. But everything around you screams of, a mess, a clutter, you're hoarding. There's old clothes everywhere. There's no space for the new clothes. So for a person who, for example, went in a new wardrobe, preparing and staying ready really does entail doing some spring cleaning. Cleaning up some clothes, freeing up some space, getting some new hangers ready. So it's the it's the it's the mental activity of doing these things that causes us to be subconsciously ready it's almost like you were standing in the gate waiting for your manifestation we're told to not get into the how 
of how the, the, the money would show up to buy the new clothes. But just playing your part alone just does something to prepare you to receive the blessings, to, to receive the clothes that you're praying for. Right? And so when you mentally prepare for something, your mind always, always proceeds to produce it. Never fails. Never, ever fails. Your mind proceeds to produce it. So you want some new clothes? Make room. Organize your wardrobe. When you prepare for something, anything, your mind proceeds to produce it all the time. I'll tell you a quick story and then we'll wrap this up. I always tell the story because... And if you've been listening to me for any period of time, you've definitely heard this story. This was the beginning of my heightened awareness to the process of manifestation. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine had invited me to an event. And I didn't want to go. I didn't have the capacity to. I was not interested in going in, going out. It was a late night. Of, I really just wanted to be home. Okay. And she said, listen, I'm trying to get the whole field up. Matter of fact, if you will come... I'll tell you this. Every person who buys a ticket to this event is going to be entered into a raffle to win a BlackBerry, a BlackBerry device. It was it was um, uh, an iPad, a BlackBerry, a BlackBerry tablet, <laughs> a BlackBerry tablet. If you remember the days of Blackberries, <laughs> and I said to her, "Well, the iPad just came out. I don't want a BlackBerry. I want an iPad." And she laughed and chuckled and said, okay, great. It's a nice one. And I remember calling her back the next day and I was like, listen, oh, I'm being serious. I really don't want a BlackBerry. I want an iPad. Please don't buy a BlackBerry because if I'm, if I'm coming to the event, I'm only coming because I know that I'm going to win. So please don't buy a BlackBerry. Buy an iPad. And she said, oh my goodness, you have such faith. How do you think, how do you know that you're going to win? And I said, (laughs) I know for sure that I'm going to win. I know for a fact that I'm going to win. Manifestation really just, my awareness of manifestation really heightened. A friend of mine had invited me to one of these events a long time ago, many years ago. This was maybe over 10 years ago for sure. And I didn't want to go anywhere. I wanted, I really wanted to be home and not go out. It was late. It was, a, I don't know, Friday nights or something like that. I just really wanted to be home. <laughs> I didn't want to be in a club or anything like that. And she said, listen, I'm trying to get the hall filled up. I tell you what, if you, if you come in, I promise you for every, ticket, for every ticket that's purchased, everyone who comes into that event will be entered into a chance to win a brand new BlackBerry device. And I said, wow, look at that. Okay. I might actually consider coming then if you would, if you, if you're doing that, cause I do need, I do need an, an, a device like that. But Hey, can you do me a favor? I don't actually want a Blackberry. I want an iPad, you know, iPad has just come out then. I, I, I want an iPad. And, and she, and she goes, really, you really do believe you're going to win. I was like, that's the only reason I'll be coming out. If I knew for sure that I will, you know, that I was going to win. And I know for sure that I'm going to win. Cause I wouldn't come out otherwise. And she just kind of chuckled. I called her the next day and I called her on the phone. And I said, oh, listen, I am being serious. I'm about to buy this ticket, but I want you to, to make sure that you buy an iPad and not a BlackBerry device because I do not want a BlackBerry. I want an iPad. 
And of course, she thought it was a joke. And we just kind of laughed over it. And I said, okay, I'll be there. Since I know that I'm going to win. And she goes, you're really sure you're going to win, huh? I was like, definitely, 100%. So I went out, you know, invited my friend Chibi over, invited um, a few of my other friends. And we went out. Um, we went out to this, we went out to this event and, you know, like I said, I really didn't want to be there. I really didn't want to be there, but <laughs> we waited till the end because the raffle was going to be at the end. You know how to, you know, this is what they do at these events. They don't do the raffle at the beginning. They do it at the end. And I was itching to leave the whole time, but I kept saying to my friends, Hey, let's wait till the end. That's when that's when the, the raffle will be drawn. That's when we're gonna win this thing finally. <laughs> and so um we waited all the way till maybe eleven PM or something. And when it was time to 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 drop to call the name for the winner, I got up from my chair and I went up to the stage and I stood there nicely waiting to pick up my gifts to leave, you know? <laughs> And it made, it, you know, really made everyone around me smile. Like, seriously, you think you're going to win? I'm like, that's the only reason I stayed all the way to the end. We could have left the whole time. We could have left earlier than now, you know? So I stood by the stage and lo and behold, it's time to call the winner. And they do the whole thing. And, you know, they pick the names and they call someone else's name. That is not my name. <laughs> I am so shocked. I am shook. As a matter of fact, I am surprised. I am flabbergasted. Like, what? What do you mean it's not my name? Listen, <laughs> I came to this event only to win, you know? And I just stood there, you know, positioned myself at the stage, and I was quite shocked. And I, and I didn't move, and I just stood right there, and I said to myself, well, maybe the person isn't here. And so they, you know, they kept calling the name, calling the name, and the person never showed up. And it said, going once, twice. I'm like, of course, it's gone. Absolutely. Let's go now. It's my turn. And the MC goes ahead and picks out a new number. And boom, what do you know? Hey, of course it is. <laughs> I'm right there. I don't need to come all the way from the back of the room. I'm right in, on the stage, and I get on stage, and I go, thank you. Because I was right there, you know, pick up my gifts, and I beckon to my girls. I don't even go back to my table, which is at the back, you know. I was prepared. I was ready in front. I beckon to my girls, and I go, let's go. And I, I think I've never seen them that surprised before. And, the, the, you know, their jaws were on the floor, like, no way you won this thing. I'm like, yeah. And so we, we get in the car, and we leave. And for me, that was the beginning of knowing that. There is a mechanic, you know, there's a set of processes and thought patterns to manifest, to manifesting. But more importantly, um, staying ready is just as important as the desired outcome, right? It, it's just as important as the desired outcome. Um, so I really wanted to share that story because I think about everything that went on before I won that, that, that Blackberry my conviction that I was going to win the black. Oh, by the way, she didn't buy the, iP the iPad. She ended up buying the Blackberry. She didn't listen to me. <laughs> but it was my conviction that I knew for sure that I was going to buy it. For me to have called her a second time to say, hey, make sure it's this is it. That was all part of getting ready. It was me dressing up to go out to that event against my wish, against my desires, knowing that I didn't want to be at that at that event. I was only there for the, the, the gift. It was me reiterating to all my friends over and over again that I was there to win and we would go home as soon as I won and they all stayed till the end just so I could pick up my gifts and leave. It was that expectation. It was that faith. It was that readiness. It was everything put together 
that informed my subconscious mind that I was ready for this manifestation. And so ever since that event, I started to realize that there is a science behind manifesting. There is a science behind manifesting. And if you don't understand the signs, you will struggle. If you don't understand uh, preparing subconsciously for what you're praying for, you will always be in the dark and always be left in the cold wondering, why does everybody else around me seem to know what you're doing except for me? Right? It's because you're missing the faith. It's because you're missing the readiness. It's because you're missing the preparation. It's because you're, you are not staying ready. It's because there is a mental, there's a set of mechanics, mental mechanics of manifesting that you have missed. And if you don't know that, you'd always, always linger in frustration. But just, just like I've said that, it's also possible to, to understand that each and every one of us, you and I, you, you can establish a luck-producing tendency in your mind. You can establish a money-producing tendency in your mind. You can establish, you can, you can, prepare, you can prepare for trouble and you can prepare for success. You, you can prepare for both. It, they both take being intentional. They both take being deliberate. They both take being faith. One is faith and one is fear. Faith in the positive direction, faith in the opposite direction. Right? And so, I'm just so happy and grateful that I'm here. And I really wanted to talk about, you know, just the subconscious <laughs> steps that some of us miss in the manifestation process. So I want to give you a little quick homework I want you to think about something that you are calling forth into existence. I want you to think about something, whether it is, I don't know, a car, a job, a house, a marriage, children, a relationship, money, whatever it is, business, something, anything. And I want you to put yourself in the process. I want you to put yourself in the middle. I want you to put yourself in the beginning. I want you to put yourself in the end. I want you to prepare for it as though you already got it. I want you to make room make room and sometimes it's not that easy to make room it's not something as cut and dry as i want a new wardrobe so let me go make room in my old wardrobe or i want a new car so let me go make room in my garage or i want a new i don't know i want a new house so let me go treat my current house with respect and honor it and bless it and you know leave in the moment and and dress it up and decorate it and take care of it and clean it up and make sure it's you know, it looks good. Sometimes it's not as easy. It's not as cut and dry as that. But whatever it is, I want you to understand that the most important part of manifestation process is really breaking down the preparation and the readiness. And whatever it is, however intangible it is, you can always find tangi- tangible steps and tangible measures to put yourself in the manifestation process right now as though it has already happened. As though it has already happened right as so it has already happened all right all right all right all right i want to say thank you so much for hanging out with me <laughs> um i appreciate you've been here wait did we just record our first podcast yay <laughs> we did it wasn't perfect it wasn't exactly how i wanted to do it but we did we did we did 
So I am so excited. Please go ahead and send this podcast to someone, share with a friend, go ahead and share on Instagram and Facebook and email via YouTube. Um, let someone know about it. Send this link to somebody. Hit me up and send me a message on Instagram. Let's continue the conversation there. I would love, love, love to know that you listened to this today. I would absolutely love to know um, how this has impacted you. And I'd love for you to practice this in your life today. And let me know how it goes. I love you so dearly. Thank you for what, for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will see you in a few days time for our episode two of Mind Surgery. Peace out. God bless you. I love you. Bye.